Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. Sitting across from me is the one and only Jenny Hillebrand. I am Greg Detmeyer. The two of us are together, so this is the Instructional Coaching Corner, the podcast. Jenny and I both serve as instructional coaches in Iowa, and this is actually a mini-cast where we take five to ten minutes and share our thoughts on something that we've experienced recently. Jenny, how's it going today? Not bad. How about you? I'm I'm ex- I'm doing awesome. I'm excited because usually when we do a mini cast, it's, it's like just one, one of, us. of us talking to ourselves, and it's kind of awkward and maybe yeah. a little more scripted out sounding because you don't want to sit there and have a conversation with yourself because people might think you're crazy. Yeah, if they don't already think so. Well, they might tell the listeners what is the Kiss. reason for the podcast today. So What's this, this? mini cast is called "What Is Normal?" Eclipses question mark. It kind of stems from a picture that I have of my kids with Santa Claus. So let me tell you first where you can find that. If you look on our podcast website, iccpodcast.com, you'll be able to see it there along with this podcast. And it should also be the picture logo for this podcast. So take a look at that. You'll see my five kids with Santa Claus. So we went down to a building in Dubuque. They had a Santa Claus in the foyer. And we waited in line. I waited with my three older kids. So Hannah's eight, Caleb's six, Isaac's three, almost four. And we finally get up to Santa Claus. Isaac's pretty hesitant. So he's kind of just sitting back by the elves, kind of taking things in, but also keeping an eye on the elves as well as Santa Claus. Uh, Hannah goes right up to Santa Claus and demands that he buy her an iPhone. (laughs) And Caleb proceeds to go sit on his lap and talk about... Who knows what? He's talking about Pokemon, Minecraft, Mario, Ninja, Lego Ninjago, Spin Zitchu stuff. And it's just like Santa Claus has no idea what he's talking about, I got the feeling. <laughs> so then, like good parents, we say, let's get a picture. So I get Hannah and Caleb and Isaac all situated. And Isaac's still kind of questioning yeah. this. And Santa Claus is like, hey, are you going to take the picture? I'm like, Santa, hold on. We got two more to we put in here. two more. And I... Go grab the twins, and my wife helps me, and each kid holds a twin, and somehow all five kids are looking at the camera. However, Santa Claus has this face like, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? And I have the picture pulled up right it's now. It's pretty comical. <laughs> like, if Santa was looking and smiling, this would be like one of the best Santa Claus pictures ever, because <laughs> the five kids are looking. The thing is, we threw Santa off, because what's normal in our life is not normal in his life. So the detonation is used to just coming into something and completely taking it over with our kids going everywhere and babies screaming and diapers getting changed everywhere and Caleb asking a thousand questions and Isaac screaming because he doesn't know what this person wants or is doing and Hannah demanding stuff. Santa was confused by that. It wasn't normal to him. Now, it's not to say I was wrong. Right. It's just he was not ready for that. Well, and his face kind of, again, it's that, perception versus reality santa was perceiving that you had three kids and this was normal as you would say and then you brought the twins in and the reality of your life and you having five kids and being busy kind of set in and that wasn't his normal that that wasn't what he was and and like ready for after break, as he was probably like eating cheese and sausage and taking a sip of whiskey, he's probably like, my <laughs> limit is three kids. How did you let this happen, elves? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And probably reamed him. However, I started thinking of this, Jenny. And as I thought more about like Santa's expression there, got me thinking like, how many times do I do that 
when I meet someone new or interact with a student in our hallways where they share something with me. Maybe it's a tradition. Maybe it's something they enjoy doing, a hobby, um, a meal, a food they like, and it's like not normal to me. How often do I make that look where it's like, man, that's just not right or that's gross or whatnot. Like if someone's like, hey, I like to eat salad, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm I'm a meatitarian. I think it's so true with especially kids now, you know, with where where they're coming from, their homes, you know, like you said, their normal is not our normal. And sometimes I think too, you know, when when we when I have conversations with students, we have a mentoring program, you know, at Dyersville, and even when we're having conversations with kids, sometimes I have to be very careful about things I share with some of the students or I'm just more cautious or maybe I don't share as much with them because I know that what's normal in my home is not normal in their home. And so even that level of what we share as educators or as teachers in the classroom sometimes isn't as in-depth as what we could go because we're thinking about those students and what is normal in their house may not be the same as what we have in our home. Yeah, and we don't want to cast, you don't want to do, you don't want to make them you know, feel less about themselves or even like cast judgment and say one thing's right or wrong. Right. Especially if like nothing's illegal or no one's getting hurt. It's like things can just be the way they are and things are different and that's okay. It'd be a very boring world if like every single person I ran into had the same hobbies that I did. Or even like when I like am talking with my brother about grilling and he's like, here's how I do something. It's like, that just seems wrong. And uh, instead of like, judging that it's like maybe i should try that maybe that's a better way of doing it you know trying not to be so Mm closed-minded well i think it's good i mean when i listen to you talk about you know your kiddos and you know the the what what goes on at, at the detonation home you know what is your normal i sit and think to myself oh i don't know if i could handle that i like having those conversations with people though where you know things may not be the same and so you can have that discussion. You know, sometimes when I talk about having three daughters that are, you know, closer to the teenage years, obviously my, my three girls are older than what, what your kids are. Gracie and Hannah are the same age. But, you know, me having a teenager and you having one-year-old twins, when you talk about experiences like, oh, I remember that back in the day. So your, your normal is what I had a few years ago, and I can empathize with you. Mm-hmm. per se, of what, you know, what you're going through right now with your kids being at a younger age. But also, I get to tell you what you get to look forward to having those, all those three wonderful That's right. daughters. Yeah, I have, I have the same amount of daughters as you, plus mm-hmm. two sons. Plus two sons. Which is crazy. What's you, who's, which ones are easier to raise so far? There's different. The boys are just nuts. They pee on, like, those Dinosaurs? pee outside for no random reason. They'll run around in their underwear. The girls are pretty, pretty mellow. Hannah talks back. She's got a little attitude. Yep. So it's kind of stereotypical. So I, I even think like we kind of talked in the classroom a little bit if, as far as like if we're used to kids learning in normal way, air quotes there, where it's like kids should just be able to sit and get the math content in a 45 minute lesson. And if they can't, well, it's kind of on them. It's where we need to realize like, well, this is what I'm used to, but that's not normal for them. So how can I meet them where they are? How can I be their normal? Mm-hmm. Even just having that reflection and being able to think through that 
what would be their normal or how can I help them better to meet their normal or whatever their normal is, that's huge, is to have that reflection piece and just make sure that we are reflecting on this was normal for me, but what what does normal look like for them? Yep. It's huge. And I think when we do that, it's so much easier to assume the best in people, mm-hmm. assume the best intentions until proven otherwise. Jenny, are the Hillebrands going to go sit on Santa's lap? Do they do that? Um, Will the girls sit on Santa's lap? You know, Claire's a teenager now, so probably not. Probably, not. probably a little Carly creeped out. Carly and Gracie would be iffy. Okay. But no. So if you get a picture of all three of the girls on his lap, we can mini cast on that too. So it's not always about me. <laughs> you have the best stories though. It's because my life's <laughs> crazy. My normal is nuts. Your normal is nuts. So, but it is a good crazy. It's hey, crazy good. True. Hey, if you have any crazy good stories of your family throwing a Santa Claus or a mall Santa Claus off his game, let us know. You can go to our website, www.iccpodcast.com. Check us out there. You can find our past shows, our mini cast. Uh, you can also find our listener mail and send us a story of maybe your kids did something. Or maybe you would just want to say, hey, guys, keep it up. We love listening. We Check us out on Facebook or Twitter. As always, if you would give us a rating on your podcast listening site, that'd be great. That helps other people find our content and uh, boost us up in those search lists. As we leave, ask yourself, what one thing could I do tomorrow that will make me a better version of myself? Then wake up and do it, because greatness isn't achieved by one event, but instead a series of small, intentional steps. Go be awesome!